This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and flunkies, welcome to the PTB weekend special. Wow, I think that's the first time I've had to say it in the open. I did it pretty well. Anyway, we uh, break down here on this program uh, the current NWA and impact. Uh, lots of goings on and lots of things to talk about today and you know, a lot of a lot of controversy going on in the NWA these days. So we're going to break that all down today. But I can't do it alone. I have to do it with my partner, my broadcast partner here. We'll bring him in. I think you know him. I don't know. He's on a one, maybe five shows. Who knows? It's the Pod Father himself. Not the solo. I wish I had a oh. little drum roll, but we we don't have a budget for that. So yeah. no, all the budget went to my drugs. Oh, sorry. Um. Anyway. Doctor, uh, Doctor G, and everyone, welcome to uh, this uh, week's episode of the PTB Weekend Special. Everything NWA and Impact Wrestling. Although uh, starting on January thirteenth, it'll be TNA again. We had an interesting. Steve Willie and I had a very interesting discussion about the transition back to TNA from Impact. You can check that out on this uh, past uh, yesterday. If you're listening to this on Sunday. Friday's episode of uh, the main event. We talked about a lot of stuff. Talked WWE, AEW, Impact, uh, Billy Corgan, who will will you and I will talk about tonight. I, you didn't hear a lot of that about from me. That was uh, Steve uh, did that because we are talking about it now. Um, pr- it was actually a pretty good episode of uh, Power this past Tuesday. We had some good matches, a couple of interview segments, including uh, probably. Uh, EC3's next opponent uh, for the World's Heavyweight Championship. Um, And then we have to talk about uh, the big elephant in the room. Um, So why don't we begin with this past Tuesday from Nashville. Joe Galley, Danny Deals, and Sal the Pal actually did commentary. Um he is now permanently indebted to James Mitchell. That was fucking dumb that they didn't win that match at Zawang. Um James Mitchell was too busy doing other things, so maybe he didn't even remember the match. Um, the opener pitted, in my opinion, the funniest and coolest faction in the indies right now, the Southern Six. Uh, in this case, it is Alex Taylor and Kerry Morton. They defeated the Heat Seekers, Elliot Russell and Sigmund, in 604. Uh, they were given... They were given a, a decent match, though. The Heat Seekers uh, uh, got their mo- got their shots in, but uh, Kerry Morton uh, hit his big finisher and got the victory. And then we had a pretty cool promo after, including the other member of the Southern Six, the national heavyweight champion, uh, Thrill Billy Silas, still saying cool things. We roll the I, I just love that line. We roll the nickels around here. I don't even know what what that means, but I uh, I, I actually like it. Whatever the hell it means. Wouldn't it be rolling dimes? Better not be rolling singles. Well, there's just too many jokes buried in this today. <laughs> today. Yeah. Too many jokes. 
But the Southern Six are very cool. When you're hot, right? When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, that's it. Um, They have the coolest T-shirt in the NWA. Um, They're just cool. We both have. Yes, we do. We both – we did get uh, Southern Six T-shirts. Uh, I got a, uh, I know you have that cool, uh, cause their merch actually has gotten a little bit better. You have that cool three quarters, uh, baseball, uh, I love N- it. NWAT. I have a, uh, we both have a Southern six and I have a, I should have a t-shirt. So it would make sense. Right. Um, it is some of the coolest, uh, they have the, the merch is going to, that's why, that's why the things going on right now in the NWA are so frustrating because. Things are actually doing pretty well otherwise. That's the shitty part, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Max the Impaler successfully defended uh, the women's television title, defeating Missa Kate. Uh, Blunt Force Trauma, Carnage and Damage. Uh, they had a non-title match, and they defeated uh, Magic Inc., the team of Cody James and, of course, Magic Jake Dumas in four and a half. And in a non-title match to end the show, uh, Kenzie Page, our world women's champion, defeated Taylor Rising in 757. So it was a decent little show. Uh, we had a Southern Six promo. We had a couple of other promos. The other big promo um, was EC3, our world's heavyweight champion. And he was interrupted by Jax Dane, who's now a babyface. He defeated um, his former tag team partner, Blake Troop, at uh, Sauron. Um so he may be, Dr. G, uh, EC3's future opponent uh, for the world's heavyweight title. I'm okay with that. Uh, he's, uh, you know, decent. Yeah, another good hard-hitting opponent. You know, like, that's the one thing that when Billy says that he's right, that NWA matches, nobody gets hurt, but they work stiff. They do. And Fortunately... East, uh, AEW, they work stiff, and they're all getting hurt. <laughs> we talked about that on main event. Um, now, here's the other uh, the other thing about that is, uh, you know, Jack Stane is a former World's Heavyweight Champion, so he's got some cred. We haven't gotten an announcement yet on the next pay-per-view. We assume it is hard times for at some point, whether it's in December or in early uh, January. Uh, we're assuming that's the next uh, the next pay-per-view. Whenever that may be. So, ah, oh, times four. So, decent episode of Power. Uh, good stuff. Still fun to watch. Um, this coming Tuesday's episode of Power will be, I believe, freshly taped because, uh, no, it's not. It'll still be from Skyway. Next weekend, we're going to talk about this in a minute, Doctor, because something makes, something's really stupid there. Um, next weekend, they will be in Sarasota. Uh, for some uh, power tapings. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But so, um, obviously, the, the big NWA news is not good. Uh, everyone is flipping out over the truly dreadful, um, truly dreadful uh, James Mitchell Coke segment uh, at Sowing um, that, quote, supposedly cost uh, the NWA a broadcast deal with the CW. Uh, of course, for those that uh, the big news this week uh, in wrestling overall, speaking of CW is that is going to be the future home of NXT next year. So right now, and NXT is going to CW 
SmackDown is going to USA, and we are not sure where Raw is going. But supposedly the NWA fucked themselves out of a broadcast deal with the CW, and now they may get dumped on the um, on the uh, stream. Um, there are some interesting scenarios to think about here. First off, the segment was fucking stupid. It was stupid. It's dated, for one thing. Nobody does coke anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're going to make drug jokes, at least, like, you know, smoke a, I don't know, a jewel or something? I don't know. You shouldn't do it anyway, but that was even dumber. Number two... Well, that, that's my point is that wh- it's stupid. Now, let's let's look at both sides of this, okay? Look at, let's look at the other side. And this is what makes you mad about it is that wrestling already gets kind of poo pooed upon, especially in the advertising world. That's right. Hard with these deals. And that's why, you know, Fox was like, oh, we, you know, even though SmackDown had great rating, or pretty right. good ratings for a Friday night, because advertisers kind of shy away from wrestling, which in these this days and times, whatever, the, all the crap they put on television is ridiculous. But Let's look at the other side, and I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I, sure. I do think this segment was stupid and there was no reason for it. But it really wasn't. It didn't add anything. But when you watch a TV show, right? When we watch The Shield or we watch you know any of these programs that are on or any movies, what kind of stuff do they have in it? Oh yeah, held to a different standard. It's entertainment, just like any other show you watch on television. So Correct. you want to look at it in other in, in another way. So you, whatever network, if this is truly the case, and we're going to get into my reason uh, on that purpose after this, right. after my statement here. So you're you, you're going to have on CW a show where they could be doing drugs in a program, whatever the show is going to be, but because wrestling did it. And you know wrestling scripted. It's out there now. It's not like it used to be. Correct. That gets poo-pooed upon and then we're not going to have it. That's only my whole point with that. It's like there's a double standard out there. For- there's a total double standard. There's been a double standard for years pertaining to pro wrestling. I totally well, I, agree with you on that. It, the whole thing that he did and, and for him, oh, we got to – did it do anything? All it did was make people go, honestly – you you brought bad attention to yourself with it. There was nothing that good came out of it, and I don't see what what did it even make sense to the even anything they were doing on the on the on the uh, the pay per view. So, if it had something something that would uh, lend to a storyline, maybe I can understand it. But there was nothing there. So, my other point with all this is is that do we truly know he actually had to deal with the network because? I mean, listen, maybe things could change and maybe, but WWE or now Endeavor, I don't think they were, they would have made a deal in a week. Okay, we're going to put NXT on. Now, could, could it happen? I mean, anything could happen in business, but I would think that that deal had to be worked on a little bit longer than than a week or two, you know, where, you know, Billy made this stupid mistake. Right. Like, I wouldn't even say it a mistake, it wasn't even a mistake, just stupid decision. Uh to do what he did on the on the the sour on pay per view, but 
I don't know. Maybe it was going to be on the apps all along. We don't even know because nothing's been announced yet. But this is just everything. And I, listen, the truth falls somewhere, lies somewhere in the middle. And we don't know because you're getting a lot of rumors. But do we even know he really truly had a deal with the network itself? True. Now, apparently he was, well, from what we've been hearing, he was, it was, there were two, he had two separate deals with CW for two different programs. One was, was uh, Power, and the other was apparently a reality series, which I thought would have been pretty neat until I found out what the reality series actually was going to be about. I thought it was going to be kind of like the Behind the Elite, which I don't, honestly, I gotta be honest, I don't think anybody really gives a fuck about the backstages of companies anymore. I think that, I feel like that shit passed. There's that, what is it, Wrestlers, which is the one on Netflix that uh, that talks about the backs the backstage of, of OVW, you know, Al Snow. Right. And we, you and I watched a couple episodes, and it was pretty good. Um, I just feel like nobody cares about that anymore. Um, I don't know anybody cares, but I mean, like, I, it, uh, the reason why he's doing it, I, I don't get the whole thing with. No, he, he, yes, for those that don't know, the reality show is going to be about the preparation and execution of yeah. his wedding. Now, this is where a lot of people think Billy is starting to lose his mind. Um, the other thing, now, to finish your point. You're totally right. It is a double standard. Wrestling's been a double standard forever. Um, in fact, our, my very good friend Ben Zani, uh, who's on Twitter, and, and you, he's a former host here on PTB, asked, hasn't there been worse consequential, in, uh, worst wrestling segments in history than the Coke spot? And I answered him on Twitter and said, not one that caused the possible torpedoing of a TV deal. Because everyone could say, oh, what about Katie Vick? What did Katie Vick do? What did the Katie Vick segment do in the grand scheme of things for WWE? Well, Nothing. It, it was fucking techni- dumb. Technically, the network could have taken them off the air, and they didn't. Yeah. <clears throat> for those that don't know, of course, you know, maybe, I mean, obviously, if you don't know the Katie Vick segment, back in 2002 in mm-hmm. WWE, when Triple H was feuding with Kane, leading into No Mercy, he had a story. There was a, They added something in the storyline where Kane was a murderer for killing his girlfriend, Katie Vick, I didn't realize Kane had a girlfriend during his scarred face uh, thing. And they did a dumb segment where they were at Katie Vick's funeral or something. And Triple H dressed as Kane, uh, crawled into Katie Vick's casket and banged her. Uh, was the segment stupid? Yes. Very stupid. <laughs> did it in the grand scheme of things affect WWE in any way? No. Because WWE's reputation at that well, time kinda, was kind of dirt anyway. I mean, Vince at that time in 02 was was a lecherous sleazebag. was, you know, rumored to, you know, was it was allu- alluded to in the storyline when he was running SmackDown that he was porking uh, Stacey Keebler because that was Vince. Vince wanted to pretend to be the cool guy, and he never was. Um, <laughs> um, but if there was something in the works involving CW, this segment definitely had an adverse reaction for it. So. Um, whether, whether it's wrong or it's right. It, first of all, again, what did it do for your product? Uh, being insistent on having something that stupid, like did it really make an impact on anything you were doing? No, that's, that's no. the part, except for you, you could have killed the TV deal again. I, I just, you know, we don't, nothing was ever reported like what what if there was any deal so 
Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, could 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 NXT could CW have been like okay, we're we're gonna you know be a little more for WWE stuff, so you know we'll go with this NWA. But then when NWA screwed up, they decided to go NXT. Or was this NXT in the works for a long time? Like these are the things we don't know. Maybe it'll eventually come out. Um, you know, then there's rumors that there's frustrations within the organization with Billy. I mean. I made a point when I saw one of the advertisings at Robarts that, you know, the meet and greet is with Billy himself, which, you know, all right, for Smashing Pumpkin fans, that's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool thing. But why aren't you also doing meet and greets with your wrestlers? Exactly. You can do it with him too. It's fine. But like, do it with your wrestlers. So is this company about you or is it about, what you're trying to build with with the crop of talent you have as as professional wrestlers yes that's, that's that, that is the ultimately the question so is it, has, because i mean you listen here billy was actually not that bad in the beginning the lightning one era that started in 20 whatever it was 2018 or 2017, 2017 was fine and when power debuted and the nwa and you we were doing red hot shows here on the saturday special we had great pay-per-views and then, and then the 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 vid came, and everything got shut down. They had that crappy UWM primetime live deal. You and I had some awesome shows here on the Saturday special. We were doing history shows, and we thank you very much for your support during the, those couple of years when we were doing history shows and the, the Sweet Charlotte and all that stuff. We were counting down my 100 greatest WCW matches, NWA matches of all time, in which you laughed at me. Um, and then NWA came back. And... Um, you've got all of these rumors now about the breakdown between Billy Corgan and Nick Aldis. And it was not the same after Nick lost at NWA 73 to Trevor Murdoch. Now, when Trevor was champion the first time, everything was fine. I still thought it was fine. I know our good friend Sean Kidd did not agree, and but that was just his tastes. But the NWA was still doing fine. It definitely, definitely when Tyrus beat, like Card, when Matt Cardona was champion, it was great. But of course, Matt got hurt. And uh, at the, at, at always ready, at the always ready pay-per-view, Trevor Murdoch won it back. And then Trevor lost um, to, in uh, November, he lost to um, Tyrus. The minute that happened, the NWA just seemed different. The show seemed boring. Um, Tyrus was not a good champion. He wasn't on TV much. The matches were crap. Um, but then when Tyrus lost the title at NWA 75 to EC3, now EC3 is not everybody's favorite wrestler either, and, and that's fine, but he's the better of two evils uh, besides Tyrus. But it felt like we finally were getting some good change. Loyal guys were getting... We're, we're getting their due. Finally, Mims is finally getting his due as world television champion. We have a good tag division. As much as it broke my heart, I think I think Kenzie Page beating Camille was probably a good thing in the grand scheme of things, as much as I love Camille to death and killed me that she lost. But um, I think Kenzie will be a good champion, and it gives pretty empowered a, a pretty good, you know, they, they're the other faction that's pretty cool in, in NWA. But now... 
all this stuff's coming out about the weird things Billy does. Billy has this weird thing, apparently, and EC3 confirmed this, that he tests new wrestlers' loyalty by, if they're coming in red hot, they start to lose their first few matches to see how they handle it, to see how they react to it. I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck does that even mean? I think a lot of people are looking at Billy going, you know, Billy, you really shouldn't be acting like this big a douchebag. Like, we've we've listened to multiple podcast interviews. When he was on with Chris Van Vliet, he was on with the Busted Open guys. Uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his name's brother? Um, oh, LaGreca. LaGreca. Dave LaGreca and uh, Bully Ray and... Um, uh, what's his face? Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer, thank you. And I think he's been on the one with Kurt Angle, too. Kurt Angle yeah. show. And Billy just comes off like a pompous ass. And half the time, I don't even know what the fuck he's saying. Um, Listen, I know you have to have a little bit of an ego to become successful. He's done a great job, <clears throat> you know, being, you know, the... What's the word they called in the nineties? Like his the alternative music kind of. Yeah, he was an alternative. Yeah, he was a yeah, absolutely. So you got to give him a lot of credit for that. He's very good at what he does. But Billy, chill it out once in a while, and then you know, stop making it all about you. And this is what happens. You know, all these guys they want to. You know, you could we could we could ridicule them for a lot of different things, but everybody wants to be Vince McMahon. But remember when Vince McMahon start uh, get got the WWF where it was at, he was behind the scenes. He didn't do the whole on-the-screen thing, and you didn't hear much about him, really, because he totally really tried to keep it hidden that he was the owner, even though people knew he was, until really the 90s, you know, the late 90s. Otherwise, he was always, you know, yeah, you knew he was running the show, you know, and the wrestlers knew it, but he didn't make everything all about him. And they no. all wanted to be Vince McMahon, but... There's only one Vince McMahon, guys. You know, look at Tony Khan's trying to find it hard. It's not easy. When you're dealing with these egos, you have to be a certain way. You yep. got to be tough with these guys sometimes because they'll walk all over you. And and I think Billy realizes that, but you also can't treat people like crap all the time either. You know, I, I don't think he's paying these these guys big money, big guys and women big money. I mean, start testing people and... You know, is that good for your business? You got to do what's good for business. Bringing somebody in that that you know is a red hot talent and then jobbing them out is that going to be good for them? I don't know. I don't think so. Nobody now, knew. You have a little success. Like I, now we're starting to see La Rebellion. They were like unstoppable. Now you're seeing them lose a little more. Now. You want to maybe try to test a little bit during, you know, when they've had some success. That's one thing, just to see where they're at. But, right. but when they first come in, I don't know if that's totally smart. And listen, nobody knew Vince was owner until 1994 when the uh, steroid trial started, and he wasn't a character until Montreal. So, I think that Billy got rankled about the whole Nick Aldis thing because a lot of people are sticking up for Nick. Apparently Nick is one of like the nicest guys in this business, in this business. It's very hard to piss him off. So 
everyone's like, well, you know, all he wanted was the world title back. Well, you know what? The NWA was doing pretty damn good when he was. Just saying. I don't know. I mean, I'm really, it's really disappointing, um, you know, because I was really excited about a TV deal. I don't know which, which true, what's not. I guess it'll all come out. But apparently uh, the ro- there are some disillusioned members of the roster, and a lot of contracts are up in 2024. Um, he loses some of the mid-card, that's fine, but he starts losing, like, Camille and Tom Latimer and, I don't know about Mims, but, um, you know, some of those guys that, that and gals that have been there for so long that have been the backbone. Kerry Morton, um, guys that he's going to rely on for the future. They all leave. Billy's fucked. Well, I, I heard Kerry Morton signed a long, well, I don't know what a long-term deal is, maybe. Right. Or whatever. So, I mean, I think he does have some guys for a while, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I, the whole segment with the cocaine, I, I, that, what, what did it add to the program? It's not even funny. My honest opinion, even though Billy said it was his idea, I think I, I'm still giving, I'm still giving a little blame to James Mitchell because that sounds like a James Mitchell idea too. I'm giving him, I'm, I'm, t- I'm him, I'm giving because he's the thing with James Mitchell is. Here's a guy who has been in the business a long time. He was back in the WCW days. And you had, I mean, he had to have thought that this was a stupid fucking idea. And I think he has enough wrestling clout to tell Billy, listen, this is dumb. Don't do it. And you could be a dickhead and tell me to shut up. But I got a lot of clout in this business. You're not going to want to do that to me. So I I, I think, I I still think James Mitchell should have said something. He he knows better. This was fucking stupid. It was, Not like Max Taylor could say anything. So it was. I don't stupid. know. Time I, will I, tell. But we're we're gonna we're we're gonna stay here every weekend and give you the best coverage we can of the NWA until we have no promotion to to do anymore. <laughs> and then we'll just find something else. Well, we are. That's why we have uh, at also added some wonderful coverage of Impact Wrestling because Impact Wrestling is a good promotion. Dr. G and I went to a live show. Uh, they just came back from a fairly successful tour of the UK. Great episode of uh, Impact this past week. What a main event they had. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Now, see, we're talking about, like, you know, maybe giving a little bit back. Deanna Perrazzo, who was, like, unbeatable for, what, like two years in, in Impact? Uh, she lost... At turning point, so she can't go after the world, t- the the knockouts title while Trinity is champion. And then this past week on the show, she lost to Tasha Steeles, an NWA alum, in yes. 1994, which was a good match. Crazy Steve and Tommy Dreamer had a digital media title match, which is fucking stupid. What if it was called the Encompass Digital Media Title? I know. I would totally be the fucking champion. Um, I'll just give Jaws. I give uh, Matt Rotella an elbow off our monitor. And I'd win. Um, Crazy Steve and Tommy Dreamer wrestled to a DQ. Crazy Steve won by DQ at 8.23. Brian Myers beat Joe Hendry at 10.01. Uh, Eric Young and Eddie Edwards had a good little match. Eric Young won at 6.39. In a tag match, Dirty Dango and Oleg Prudis. You know who that is, right? Oleg Prudis is uh, Vladimir Kozlov. And they they defeated because he showed up at the pay-per-view. They defeated Nick Diamond and Storm Grayson and a great main event for the Impact World title. Alex Shelley defeated 
former ROH champion Jonathan Gresham in 2114. Very good match. Yes. I think Alex Shelley has been a great champion. Uh, he did he get is. hurt, though. He did get hurt on the UK tour because uh, the Motor City Machine Guns were supposed to wrestle um, Moose and Brian Myers, and um, Shelley was replaced by Frankie K, and uh, uh, Brian Myers and Moose actually won the match. Um, so, so because this 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 show episode was taped back in late October, so this is before the tour. Still a good match, though, Alex. So check it out if you find. I think it's on it's on YouTube. Uh, Alex Shelley and Jonathan Gresham for the Impact World Title. Alex Shelley won in twenty one fourteen. Um, they had their uh, what the heck was it called the the touchdown throwdown uh, last night. No spoilers. You can check it out on Impact Plus. That was like that's they do their like it's like their comedy show. Uh, I think they have Final Resolution coming up. That's an Impact Plus uh, event. But then the next big show, uh, of course, is January 13th in Vegas on pay-per-view, hard to kill when they officially rebrand themselves as TNA Wrestling. What are your thoughts on that? I I know I asked you, Steve, Steve, sometimes Steve Willie, and I love Steve to death. Steve's a little bit of a cynic because he only thinks of the bad stuff like the Vince Russo era in 03 and the bad humor and everything. Uh, and the, you know, tasteless jokes, tasteless Vince Russo, what a shock. But when I think of it, I think of like the good era of TNA, like the late 2000s when Kurt Angle got there and you had Sting and you had Samoa Joe and you had Christian Cage and from like 05 to 2010, of course, 2010 is when Hogan and Bischoff came in and everything went for a couple of years, um, except for uh, Joker Sting. That was actually a pretty good, pretty good run. I like that. I think it's a great move. Uh, the rebrand, and I think we're going to see really think, good things uh, out of know, Impact. I know, I know what, why they named it TNA, and you know, at that time, you know, that was uh, the way wrestling was at the time. But I think having like the three letters of a fe- of a company kind of has a ring to it. It's right, easy to brand. Yeah, it's like more. I think for branding purposes, it's better. I mean. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I tr- there's some bad times with TNA, but you know, all all companies have bad times and good times. So, right. but I think most people were still calling it TNA because Impact was the name of the show. Yeah, I hate the fact that the show and the promotion were the same thing. That's like saying that uh, Raw, the WWE, will change its name to Raw. <laughs> it's stupid. Raw Wrestling, dumb. I'm glad. I'm glad they're going back to TNA, and they will. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. So they will officially become TNA again on January 13th, the first pay-per-view of 2024 uh, in Vegas, hard to kill. Um, That'll pretty much do it for this week's episode of the weekend special. Nice quickie here. Uh, follow, of course. Do you follow think they have like the, you know, like the uh, the letterhead and all that? You think they saved like the old letterhead? With the- <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking about like ego and Billy and everything. Now I know he doesn't technically own the company. He just runs it, but complete 180 is Scott Demore. Scott Demore is so humble, loves wrestling, total TNA to the bone. Uh, it is fantastic what he is doing for impact. And eventually when they recall it TNA. So Billy should probably take some advice and take some lessons from Scott Demore on how to be a humble Yet proud 
wrestling promoter. Now, yes, Scott Demore doesn't own TNA. That's still run by, uh, what do you call it? Impact Entertainment or whatever it is. Whatever the company, whatever the company that owns. I always forget. Anthem, right? Anthem, that's right. Thank you. Good call. Anthem Sports or whatever it's called. Yeah, Anthem Sports. So that's different. Scott Demore doesn't own them. But Scott Demore still comes off as a humble guy who just loves wrestling and loves running Impact, eventually TNA. And I think Billy needs to take some take some pointers from him. Um, he could go on in an interview and call us all fucking idiots because he knows better. And no, Billy, you don't know better. Clearly, you don't know better. You don't know better. And maybe you should check your ego at the door because no one cares that that you're the most wrestling fans don't give a fat fuck that you're the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins. So the fact that when you're in Sarasota, you're doing the meet and greet and it doesn't say NWA president William Patrick Corrigan. It says the Smashing Pumpkins lead singer William Patrick. The fact that you still have to mention that probably should be a hint. Just saying. Maybe you should find Camille. People want to meet and greet her. Or even EC3. Or Mims. I'd rather meet Mims than you. Seriously. Shit, I want to meet the Southern Six. Why don't you have the Southern Six? They'd probably be awesome with the fans. Because when you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> when you're not, clunk. Follow us on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. We do the wrestling time travel every day. Check out our place to be group. Our place to be Facebook group. I have a poll up right now that's going to stay up all week. Um, for the next episode of WrestleTracks, Greg Diener and I are going to do a show that's connected to the show that he's doing on It Was a Thing on TV involving Thanksgiving of 1987. So the poll has only two choices. It's either Starcade 87 or Survivor Series 87. So go on to the place to be Facebook group. Ask for an invite. We'll let you in. We have a lot of fun. We do polls. We post our pods. You know, the our, our PTV Wrestling Network, the Pop Experience, and the No-So, of which the Jenny position's within. And check the poll and uh, and vote. What do you want uh, Greg Diener and I to do for November? Do you want us to do Starcade or do you want us to do Survivor Series? And then we already have the choices for the December show, uh, which uh, should be very interesting. So, uh, check it out. Check out all the pods. Uh, we have a good week coming up this week. Um, of course, uh, tomorrow will be um, new episode of the Monday Night Project, Luke Jennings show. Luke Jennings, that guy's a stud. Let me tell you. He's got three shows here on the network. Uh, he, of course, has the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast. That's every Saturday morning at nine. Um, and then every other Monday, he rotates between the Monday Night Project, and Hamburg All-Stars, where he goes back and covers the old, you know, Kevin Kelly's favorite spot there, Doctor. Uh, old Hamburg, Pennsylvania, WWWF tapings from the late 70s. And he will be debuting a new show uh, in the new year. A fourth show from Luke Jennings on our feed, on our network. And let's just say he's going to give us a taste of the Far East. Hmm. Interesting. Stay tuned for that in 2024. Uh, doctor, always a pleasure. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday uh, with, a ne- with our next regular episode. We'll talk about this coming Tuesday's episode of Power. We'll see uh, if they do announce the next pay-per-view. Uh, sounds like it's going to be hard times for. We just don't know when, whether it'll be December or, um, or January. Um, and join us this week for all of our great programming. Check out all the shows that came that dropped this past week. Steve Willie and I did a great episode of Main Event. Um, and uh etc etc so have a wonderful week everyone 
And we will talk to you next Sunday morning for the next episode of the Weekend Special. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao. When you're hot, you're hot. When you're not. Same.